Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Your Vibes Podcast. Everybody's got a vibe and a story to tell. Here's this one. I hope you enjoy. Alright, we are back with another episode of Your Vibes Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in again. Um, I am pretty pumped about today. Once again, I always seem to have some uh, really interesting guests and I've got a good one today. It's going to be uh, quite the colorful episode, I should say. She's an um, interesting person with a great backstory and uh, can't wait to dive into a conversation. So without further ado, Miss Elizabeth Dotson, how are you this afternoon? I am fantastic. Cool. How are you today? I'm doing really, really good. I appreciate you coming in. Well, thanks uh, for having me. With a big smile on your face and you brought me... Uh, uh, to go some to go boardables with what do we got here? So that's the Jack Jack. Okay, it's so, got a Colby Jack, Pepper Jack, and a hot smoky pepper bacon jam. Oh baby, meats, yes, uh, Genoa salami, pepperoni, nuts, fruits, crackers, chocolate. Oh man, you know I could almost like get like a like a masher or something and put it in a bowl and just mash it all together, you know, and eat it like with a spoon eat or a fork spoon. or something. I'm sure the texture yeah. would just be fabulous. Pour the, yeah, pour the jam on top of it. Yeah. I think it would be phenomenal. Have We're you cool. had that jam? Uh, I have not. I don't think. It's going to change your life. I, well, you know, I'm all into things that change my life. And uh, you have as well. I mean, your spot over there is... Um, it's so cool, and I, I tell you what, you get more love on Facebook and social media than I think anybody I've seen in a long time, well, especially, thank you. yeah, I mean, there's just so many people that are so grateful that you're here, and, and um, like Chris Gad as well, too, with the craft beer, uh, you know, it's I'm sure it's kind of a nerve-wracking type thing to bring in like a, a craft kind of niche deal into Dixon where people may not have, uh, have the background on what it is or... You know, they're used to the kind of to-go food, cheap, fast food type stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you could get probably $10 cheeseburgers at McDonald's for what you could get for a, a boardable thing. But you're, you're, you're eating good. It tastes a whole lot better. And it's better for you, too, just because it's better quality food, you yes. know. So Fresh uh, is better. Fresh is always better. Is always better. Well, cool. So uh, kind of, I guess, like the, uh, the other episodes that we've done... Um, got you here to get your vibe i call it your vibes because it's your show and i'm just here to pull your story out of you uh, met a bunch of people with cool stories and you are um by far uh, one of them and uh just a little fair warning uh we may get a little loose with the language on this one so if you're offended uh whatever this elizabeth is, cusses a lot elizabeth cusses a lot <laughs> and she doesn't give a damn you know I, absolutely <laughs> and uh i appreciate um you know, throwing that in, throwing that twist in, throwing that vibe in, and, and I'll be right along with her on that. And so we'll just, uh, we'll get to moving on. So I'm going to get started uh, with Miss Elizabeth's kind of story. We're going to bring everybody up to speed as far as um, where she came from, how she got to Dixon, and then we'll kind of get up to what was going on before Bordables, and then um, we'll jump into Bordables, and we'll kind of span off from here to there. So wherever you feel like starting, you can cool. kind of just jump in on your story. So originally I'm from Humboldt, Tennessee. A lot of people don't know that. They think Where I'm, is that? It's outside of Jackson. Okay. Outside of Jackson. I grew up on a church camp, okay. at a church camp. Uh, my dad ran the grounds, and before he ran the grounds, my granddad ran the grounds. Cool. Uh, so we lived there until I was 10, and I had a kind of a country background of chasing lizards and frogs and outdoorsy stuff. 
then my dad decided to go to seminary in Memphis. So we moved when I was 10 to Memphis, Tennessee. So you're a preacher's daughter. Yes. <laughs> Sweet. Yes, I Those am. Those are the best. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and my granddad was also a, a minister as well. We're okay. Cumberland Presbyterian. Okay. So we grew up coming to Dixon because Montgomery Bell is the birthplace shrine of our denomination. It's no where way. the CP oh, that Church. Little... Mm-hmm. Cool. It's where the CP Church was founded. Wow. Is that so, church still active? That church meets in the summertime. Okay. On Sundays, I think, when they have a minister. Okay. Um, but I have been to a service there from a, there was a retreat from a church in Memphis that came up to Dixon and it's such a beautiful church, mm-hmm. the oh, simplicity awesome. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then we moved to Memphis. Dad went to seminary. My eyes were open to the world living in inner city Memphis, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, met my husband down on Bill street oh. at Silky O'Sullivan's. Love that spot. It's a great spot. It's a great yeah. spot, especially to meet somebody. Yeah. So he was a bar back and I was a waitress. Cool. And I chased him down until he <laughs> went out with me. Uh, Stalker. Yeah. No, totally. Everyone that worked with us back then was like, that girl is crazy for him. <laughs> I love it. Um, so then we started having kids. Um, my background is actually in insurance. I don't know if you were aware of that. that. Yeah. What so, kind? Uh, Life Health PNC, property cool. casualty. Yeah. Wow. So I'm fully licensed. Sweet. So yep. you still got your license? I do. Yeah. You still do your CE and just to keep I it? I do. Yeah. Well, it just, it's not going to expire yet. Okay. So it expires okay. next year or the okay. year after that. It's good for two years, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, Um, so we moved to Dixon. Uh, it'll be four years this July. Okay. Um, and I worked from home and I worked for an agent in Memphis. I've always been with state farm and then COVID happened. This is a really quick version. Sure. Uh, so then COVID happened. Actually, I worked at the brewery. That's where I met you. Oh, did you know, do you remember that? Maybe. How long were you there? Just like four or five months. Okay. Did you work on Sundays or something? No, I was Saturdays. Oh, well, then I probably most definitely yeah. did. Yeah. The, okay. um, so the brewery has, I feel like, kind of a stepping stone in my path. Sure. Um, because I was able to meet so many more people. Because working from home, you don't meet a lot of people. No. And I'm a very people person. I love people. Um, so, yeah. So I started work. I met Chris at the gym. I was making fun of him because he would wear a green shirt to the gym every day and it was the same color green shirt but it was like five different shirts and I'll talk to anybody so one day I was like hey I got I bet you like green and he was kind of like okay <laughs> um, you can see him just being yeah. like oh. he's like what the fuck? so then we ended up talking and finding out he's from Memphis and mm-hmm. beer and I asked him for a job when I found out he was opening the brewery so then I got to meet a lot of people um yeah, and that's... Kind of brought you up there. So you went from the brewery to Bordable. Yeah, so I started doing... Um, I've always loved playing with food and food combinations. Uh, I remember growing up, my dad would try different things and tell if it was if it was good or bad. Uh, one time he dipped shrimp in peanut butter and was like, mm. that's not a good combo. And <laughs> it's just weird things like that. Um, and I, I, food prep is what I enjoy doing. I enjoy peeling carrots and peeling potatoes and cutting fruits and vegetables up. So had you done that? Was that just like a a personal thing you'd done in your kitchen or were you doing this at 
does Silky? Do they have? Do they have? Food? They do have food. No. Okay, so you were just a waitress there. You yes. Okay. I do have a food service background too, because I was a bartender and a waitress. Okay. At a restaurant called Cafe Ole in Where Memphis. Is that? Okay. Um, and then the Silkies. The Silkies thing, but food has just always been a passion of mine. I love everything about it. I don't discriminate against any food. I'm not a food snob. I, I love it. You just love all. the food aspect. I love food. I love the fellowship of food, I guess, sure. is probably what, what it boils down to. So I started making, I started playing around with boards when I started seeing them on Instagram and okay. those kind of fun things. Um, and then my neighbor asked me to make one for a party for her. Oh. Uh, so I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll do that. But I only charged her for the cost of the food because I didn't want them to be upset if it was ugly. Sure. Um. And then I posted it online. Just, uh, I'm lost. I'm confused. You will, you, you're, you're, you won't you, edit that out. I can edit it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You, um, so you got started with, um, you're at the brewery and then you start messing around with meats and cheeses. Yes. And you do one for a friend. I do and one for a friend. does that one turn into another and then it to does. another and to another? Yes. Okay. And at the same time, my job. State form. Yes, was okay. changing a lot. Okay, and I was very miserable. Were they so? The, were you having to work remote? Is that kind of what yeah, the deal so was? Yeah, I was remote, and I've been remote for three years. Okay, with State Farm, I was remote, and I'd go back to Memphis once a month. And so your the, your main office for State Farm was in Memphis. Memphis. Okay. Yes, so I'd go okay. back once a month. Um, what were you having to do? I mean, as far as I know. So this the agency I work with is an independent broker. So we've got like thirty different companies we work with. Correct. For you, you've got State Farm. We're a captive agency. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, um, well, I mean, what were you? What were you doing there? Were you producing? Were you mm -hmm. managing yep, the producer. policies, everything, or producer? It was yeah. So uh, producer, and then managing the policies and customer relations. Okay. Uh, we had to produce so much a month. Um, they brought in a new management team, and it changed the whole dynamic of the mm. office after six years of being there. Uh, change is inevitable, and sometimes we fight it. Sure. Um, in December of 2019, I kind of feel like my life changed when I was referred to as unmanageable. Oh. Yeah. So I think that's a compliment, actually. That's how it was. That's how I that's how I would take it. Yeah. Well, they couldn't. I mean, they couldn't throw more money in my face, and I was sure. just like, okay. It was just really weird, and it took a dark turn okay. after that. Um, so I was pretty miserable at State Farm. I was just pretty miserable with my job. Sure. I had three kids I was raising too. I mean, my husband's there, but he works in Nashville. Okay. And then COVID hit. Mm. So now I have three kids at home. Mm -hmm. I also work from home Monday through Friday, eight to four. And they wanted us to produce more insurance right when COVID hit. Oh, well. And I don't know about you being in the insurance business, how hard that was to produce. Oh, yeah. March, April, May of last year. Uh, you can call your policyholders and go over their coverages and stuff, but everybody was looking to save a penny. Oh yeah, because nobody knew about. So where were you doing? Were you, so you were doing commercial stuff through that? I do commercial. Okay. Yeah, commercial business. Okay, cool. Uh, but a lot of mostly PNC life and health. Did you have a like a niche you were kind of working mm -mm. with? You just whatever. Yeah. What were they good at? My agency, yeah, State Farm. As far as what they're kind of their appetite is, as far as what they were writing, State Farm is uh, PNC property. And yeah, but as far as a business goes, is there just anything on that one? 
Yes. Okay. Just yeah. any type of business? Residential. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. So personal lines insurance. Personal person, lines. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I know yes. State Farm, they do a little commercial. We do. Yes, they okay, did do like a little commercial. And, and so we okay. do some commercial business, but we didn't, our agency didn't do a whole lot of commercial okay. business. Okay. It was more focused on the, the home and auto is the bread and butter. Right. And then the life and health was it's the huge. extra. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So were you were you cold calling people or were they were you getting just warm leads or how was that? All of the above. Okay. Cold call, warm leads, yeah. referrals. Okay. Um, and I was good at what I did. Sure. Because I'm a people person. Sure. Um, so then they kind of buckled down on you a little bit. Yeah, and I don't do well with that. Mm-hmm. It's like putting a wild animal in a cage. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can just I've got an image of this in my yeah, head. Yeah, no, I mean I it was see. it just got tighter and tighter, and I was like, this is just not this is not okay. Uh, I quit my job in March and then asked for it back because of course everyone was going through a mental breakdown mm-hmm. in March when we all thought we were gonna die and mm-hmm. shit was getting real. Um, but I was still doing three months prior to that. I had started doing boards on the side. Okay. I was actually in my kitchen on a Sunday, two glasses of wine in peeling carrots. That's when all good things start. It does. (laughs) It does. And I was asking the Lord, I was like, what am I supposed to do with my life? What is my passion? What is my purpose? How can I, how can I serve? How can I serve better? Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like, I wish I could do this for a living as I was peeling carrots. And I look over at the clock and it was one eleven. Oh, cool. And my whole body just yeah. dropped. And I was flush like, of just knowing I did. Almost. I was like, yeah. okay, I know what I'm going to do. Um, so that was on a Sunday. Monday, I was sitting at my desk, miserable at my job. And I was writing down in a notebook, like what I could name my business. And I was like, cheese board, charcuterie board, serve. All it is is basically an adult lunchable. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, it's a cheese board lunchable. Mm-hmm. It's a boardable. Cool. So that's how I came oh, up with boardable. Oh, now you know. Yeah. Cool. And then when I went to get the IG handle, the Instagram handle, um, it was already taken by a snowboard company. Mm-hmm. So I added the 615. Because in the 901. How long did, so that, that process alone, and I'll stop you just for a second, coming up with a name for mm-hmm. your business. It seems it seems you made it sound easy, and I'm sure it may have been, but uh is extremely difficult too at, at times. Yeah, I guess it's it, it flew to you. It took me almost 2 months because I was searching. I knew I wanted to have vibes in there yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh it took me about 2 months to really have something hit. Everything else was taken, you know, positive vibes, good vibes, high yeah. vibes, everything. Um on that one. So uh, Well, and I've watched a couple of other people. My sister-in-law Tiffany just started have local and it took Mm. her two three weeks to nail down a name and we were going back and forth on her name it was honestly it took me maybe 15 minutes to come up with boardable yeah and i was like i really like this and i was texting a couple friends too and they were like you know they were like i don't really like it because we had talked about bougie boards also because it's kind of bougie food sure but it just stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I got onto Vistaprint and created the logo in like five minutes. Cool. I mean, it all just happened. I ordered boxes off of Amazon. I went to Sam's that weekend and got a bunch of ingredients and then just put out my first board and was like. So what was the timeline between that? Before a week. We, 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 that's crazy. A week. Yeah, I love a that. week. It, when that happened on Sunday, I put out my first board that Saturday. Like I just. What do you mean knew. you put it out? 
I put it on. So I created the Facebook page on a Monday. Okay. And then I posted a board on, actually it was Friday night. I posted a board. And I was like, hey, whoever has, you know, invited all my friends to like my new business page. Uh, my mom didn't even like it for four weeks. I had to call her up. I was like, yo, mom. I was like, I need you to go like my business page, please. Um, Damn so, it, mom. Yeah, I know. So it was a week. I went to Sam's either that Thursday or Friday and put it out that Saturday and was like, yo, I'm selling this. Who wants to buy it? This is what's in it. Um, and I look back at the pictures from a year ago and they're pretty, mm-hmm. pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Um, so practice does make better. Uh, but that's all. That's the story of how it, how it came to be. Okay. And then the next weekend I put out two and then people started inviting people to like the page oh, cool. and, and it just grew from there. Okay. Um, then COVID hit the job with state farm doing boardable on Fridays and Saturdays. Uh, like I said, I quit my job, then asked for it back. Mm-hmm. My kids were all home. Shit was nuts. Um, you just had enough. Yeah, well, then we started delivery because of COVID. So no one wanted to get out and meet me. And I was like, you know what? Maybe if I drive these to people's houses, they'll buy them. Uh, So on Saturday, I would spend, I would stay up all night Friday night making them. And then I'd go deliver them on Saturday. And that's how I started meeting more people. And then rewind back again to the brewery. When I was there, I saw that there was more people in Dixon that do have a taste for craft products, Mm -hmm. craft beer, craft food. And not knocking any of the grocery stores we have here, but we don't have a wide variety of cheeses, to be perfectly honest. Um, And I wanted to bring that to Dixon. Uh, So I ended up quitting State Farm in May. Okay. Officially quit State Farm and cashed out my 401. Okay. Was like, I'm I'm done. I'll figure out what I'm going to do this summer. Turned into a pretty big alcoholic. Um, it happens. Shit happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're locked down and you don't yeah. know what you want to do. And uh that was a that was a mental breakdown of a summer. And I really feel I'm laughing about it, but I hit rock bottom because I've switched jobs so many times in my life. And it was here I am starting over again mm-hmm. at age 37. Uh, and I had to figure out what I was gonna do. So I just enjoyed the summer. And then I happened to be at Buff City one day, dropping off a board to Kara. Oh, cool. And Kara was like, hey, there's a space available. You should open a store. Hmm. And I was like, huh. Okay. So she planted the seed cool. for the store. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And I knew that I... So I you hadn't like, even really fathomed that at that point. I don't... I don't I'm not a planner. I don't fathom... I don't <laughs> just have go, visions. Just I don't fucking have goals. do it. Fucking yeah. do it. I just take life as it comes. I cool. mean... You just... As it should be. A lot of people get too rigid, you know, about... Uh, and I know the questions arise. And I've been in that deep state of depression as well, too, of just like, shit, I'm not happy. Yeah. You know, and that, that ripples affects... Your whole life, because it goes from work to personal to your kids to isolation from your friends to, like, I'm a useless meat suit walking around. Like, what's going on? Well, not to get deep, but, like, we were given one life. Like, Mm -hmm. we have one life here. And I actually read that there's a book that I bought. I never read the book because the title did it for me. (laughs) But it's like... (laughs) It was like, when you realize that you only have one life, your second life begins. Yep. 
And I probably bought that book. Was, a, in like, a, was it Buddha that quoted that? I can't remember who. That was a quote. Was from it? Like okay. an ancient stoic, yeah. Well, it's on a book. I have okay. the book somewhere. I buy books for the title, but then never <laughs> never read them. <laughs> they yeah. make good stacking <laughs> tables do. and you can set a lamp on them. Yeah. yeah. No, they totally do. Yeah. Um, and I was like, wow. You know, that's just how I felt when I left State Farm. And it's how I live my life. Sure. Just take it as it comes and... And roll with it. And roll with it. And whatever happens here is not shit compared to, like, where we're going Oh, exactly. next. Right. Like, this... We're here for a good time, a short time. And to, and to um, learn something. You know, yeah, I, and I, to serve. That's serve other, other people. That's uh-huh. the goal. That's, that's life, is, is service others over service to self. And... Um, you know, people who, who truly figure that out, you know, I've, I've said this in a podcast prior to is that we're kind of in a time right now to where it's not good enough to just to know what, you know, you've got to know how to do it. Like you could kind of spit off all these things about, you know, here's what you should do, what this, what this, what, 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 but until you really take that action, that massive action and, and do it, you don't really know what it is until you know how to do it. Because there's so many different things that once you get your hands dirty you know, you've, you're like, oh shit, I should do this a different way or this a different way right. or this would work better or this. And then you really start to know what it is and you're doing it. Um, you know, it's filling your heart at the same time, you know? Absolutely. I know that my passion is food and my purpose is to serve. Cool. So how can I combine those two things? We always, you know, every celebration that you do, every event that you go to, it revolves around food. If you're uh, mourning a loved one, there's food being brought. If you're mm-hmm. celebrating, there's food being brought. Um, you get a promotion, you go eat food, you get fired, you go drink a drink. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just, it's all around food and alcohol. It's a common language among everybody. Everybody has to eat and drink. They do. It's a, it's a, you, you sustain your life that way and, um, you know, you live and die by food. And mm. it... Uh, a lot of people, which I'm extremely great for you, like we were saying, is that um, some people, I don't want to say people are useless, but they're kind of useless eaters. Like they just eat to eat, you know yeah, what I mean? No, they just me. eat to, <laughs> yeah, they just eat to fill. They don't eat to experience. And, um, and yeah. that's my passion and purpose mm-hmm. is to make it enjoyable teach you how to do that mm-hmm. it's not just sustaining life it's an enjoyable experience mm-hmm. just like other enjoyable experiences we have as human beings yeah and like this thing right here i mean you've got all different textures all different flavors i mean this is a this is an experience in a box right here you know what i mean yeah. it's just all different you know a couple different types of cheeses and the grapes and the raspberries and the nuts and they just all meld well together so um We had a lady in the store yesterday who came by to get some bacon jam. Um, She came by to get the bacon jam because someone had showed up at her house with a board and a bottle of wine. Uh, This lady has recently lost her son. Mm -hmm. I started crying at the register when she told me that, but she said it was the most perfect thing to show up with a bottle of wine and a board. And it just gave me goosebumps to know that I was part of this lady's morning process yeah. and that's that's amazing it's to me it's indescribable the, it the is way it makes you feel yeah. that's that feeds my soul like that's what keeps me going cool so yeah so uh wow that's awesome 
Um, and it's obviously blown up since then. So, um, uh, care at the, at Buff City, um, plants, plants the seed. Mm -hmm. So we'll, 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 we'll pause for a second and say that the, uh, not at home again. What's the, that's the new one. Home again. Is that what it was? Home again. Was Misha's store. Was Misha's store before. Right. And so it burnt. It burnt. Uh Uh-huh. And then they sliced that into two units. It was two units. She had it. I mean, there was a big hole in the middle. Okay. Because Misha had two sides. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it burnt. They read. They read. Did they you? Were did you redoing them? Buy it from her before they redid it, or no? So she's my landlord. So oh, we so rent she that still space. Owns it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Kara planted the seed, um, and I started looking around at spaces. I went to see a couple spaces. I dropped my kid off. Uh, my youngest son. I dropped him off at daycare in uh, at Walnut Street, and I happened to turn down Main Street one day just to see. And there was a sign in Misha's storefront that said for rent. And it hadn't been there. Uh, so I was like, well, let me just call for shits and giggles. Um, and I called her and she called me back. And Misha was like, I've heard such great things about you. I'd love for you to come look at the space. I'm kind of particular about what's going to go in there. And I think you do great. So I make a board and I take it to her. If you ever have a meeting with me, I'm always going to bring food. Love it. Plain, Love it. Plain and simple. Um, so I take her aboard and we meet there and we look around and it's beautiful, but it was out of my price range. So I thanked her for her time and we kind of went back and forth a couple of times and, uh, that was on a Thursday and I knew she was meeting some other people that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, she was showing other people the building. Um, and then I called her back Monday. I told her no, that I was going to pass. And I called her back Monday and was like, you know, Hey, did you rent it to these people? She's like, no, I just... I just have such a good feeling with you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. Uh-huh, yeah. And I really got to give a shout out to Misha, Brooke Breeze hmm. with At Home, okay. Heather Manor with Little Bite of Everything. Uh, those ladies were huge supporters. Uh, I was calling them freaking out. Should I do this? Should I not? Well, and did Heather, you know them prior? Or no. We, oh, wow. I've just good met them you. through networking sure. and... Um, well, it was funny. So Misha's spot, a little bite of everything was going to move in over there. Mm. But the kitchen wasn't big enough, so they ended up not. So I knew that's how I met Heather. And she told me, um, she's like, you're going to get so far in that you can't turn around. And that's basically, once I said yes, that was too far in for me not to turn around. It came down to one word saying yes or no. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, And I chose yes. And then I went home and told my husband what I was doing. And he was like, what the fuck? So, <laughs> uh, had, you, had you had any prior discussions? No, oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah. no. I'm a, I'll, I'll just fly by the seat of my pants. Yeah, see, so, here we go. Uh, I know that he was worried. But when you get to a point, I hate to say rock bottom, sink or swim. Like sure. either I was going to have to go find another job yet again where someone else manages my time or I could create my own job. And that's what I chose to do. I don't feel like a store owner. I have a really cool job at this place called Boardable 615. And I happen to make a lot of the decisions mm-hmm. there. Um, that's a great way to lead, you know. I mean, you've got your own idea. And obviously, you've got a vision, you know, maybe. You, or you're flying by the seat yeah, of your fucking pants. <laughs> yeah, uh, of, of kind of what goes on day to day. But, um, you know, you don't you don't think of any of like your employees, you know, they're no. just kind of teammates along the ride of this wild journey. Yeah, It's weird when I say staff or employees, it just sure. makes me uncomfortable. I don't like to manage people. They can, 
manage themselves. Sure. Um, I don't like to tell people what they can do with their time. So they know if they need a day off, they're just like, hey, I'm not going to be there. That's like, I hate to use the word degrading, but to ask someone for time mm-hmm. that you were gifted. Like yeah. you were given time That's it. today yep. and nobody should say whether, you know, what you what can you and can't do with, do with your own time. Um, so yeah. And then I realized that we couldn't just sell charcuterie boards. So I was like, well, what else can we sell? I really like food. Mm-hmm. And Tennessee has got the largest food scene I have ever seen doing food research. Wow. Products made in Tennessee. Um, I'd say about 50% of our store are Tennessee made products. Uh, we just have a foodie following cool. in the state with people that make their products. And also after COVID too, it was really important to me to support as many local places as I could um, because we all saw how so many people went under during that time, uh, except in Dixon, because everybody supports yep. the locals. And we've harped on that almost every single episode. Yeah. As far as like, it's insane. buy local, be local. And it was just the definition of, you know, and of course I don't live or spend too much terribly time in any other towns, but you know, I was kind of watching them from afar and you could kind of just see all this horse shit going on with, you know, these big major corporate things staying open, but everybody else had to close, you know, or, right. you know, everybody reverts to delivery food or whatever. And Dixon didn't have much of that. I mean, they've got a, uh, not Uber Eats, but whatever the other one is. Grubhub. Grubhub Do or something. I don't know. I live so far out that we sure. don't get delivery. So, but even Brooke Breeze. You know, she opened her store six months before COVID happened at home. Um, and she was doing Easter baskets and doing videos in her store shopping mm-hmm. so she could still shop for the people and, you know, go deliver oh, cool. it in her car. Their okay. cars, not her car. Uh, and that's, I, I mean, that's amazing. It's that, an innovative. It made everybody be extremely innovative on yes. how they operate and what they do and how they continue revenue and um delivery was a big thing for a lot of people you know and and you hell like i said stay up all night but i'm sure it didn't it it may have been draining but it it was there was this vibe behind it of like i'm in alignment with my purpose you know what i mean like i'll fucking stay up for three days making boards if i have to but i enjoy the shit out of it you know what i mean and i enjoyed delivering them and i enjoyed meeting the people that's what Mm -hmm. that was super fun and i also got to see Nobody talks about drinking around here, and that's very mm-hmm. awkward to me mm-hmm. because I'm so open with drinking. <laughs> um, but they would get a board and be like, I'm going to have this with my wine tonight. Oh, don't tell it. Anyway, that's exactly yeah. what they would do. And I'm like, uh, okay. And that's how I kind of realized. I was like, well, shit, everybody here does it. They just don't talk about it. Right. And I realized that at the brewery, too. So I knew that affordable they might wear a mask to come in there but that they do there is a need for crafty products and people enjoy it um you know and they they long for it almost i mean hell i for for a while um you know me and claire for our date nights and we still do just to get you know difference of experience but like um to go get quality beer somewhere out or to go get a quality dinner somewhere out you know or quality products even um, we were having to go to Nashville. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I hated it. Um, yeah, we don't ever go out that way. It's too far. 
It is the furthest we'll go in our kind of little hideaway. Um, you know a bunch of people, and I, I'm a huge social butterfly. Uh, my wife is a little more, she's got a close knit, and she's a little more of a homebody, That's which is Travis. totally fine. It keeps me, keeps me anchored, or else I'd be up in the damn sky Same. flying around. I'd be on the roof of this <laughs> building just doing a tap dance or something. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I get it. Um, so, but our little hideout's Jonathan's in Bellevue. So uh, I'll have to check that out. Oh, man, it's the shit. It is. They've got a fantastic menu. I'm a huge fish taco fan, and they've got oh, great yeah. fish tacos and a huge, huge wall of beer and a lot of bottled beer. Um, good open space, a big bar, um, or you can kind of hide out in a booth somewhere. So, and it's just right there off the interstate next to Home Depot. To check it yeah, out. it's a great spot. Um, we have three kids, so we don't ever have time to leave Dixon. I feel like sure, and that's something that I'd love to see more food options. Absolutely here, and I think it's coming. Um, it is, and I think what you're doing is is neat too, as far as uh, what you've introduced in addition to the meats and cheeses. You know, the seasonings. Um, the jams, the beer stuff, and then of course all your little funny trinkets you've fuck got off. in there. Yeah, fuck <laughs> off. Yeah, I mean it's. Well, that's how you feel. Like welcome. Like I have this towel that says "Welcome to the Shit Show," <laughs> and it's true. Like when I don't know about your house, but my house is a shit mm. show with three all kids the time. and all the time. There was a towel that we had at Christmas time. It says "Fresh Out of Fuck," <laughs> and it's got these cute little flowers on it. <laughs> And these old grandmas think it's the funniest thing, oh, and they're so buying awesome. it to hang at their house. And and I love that because you wouldn't expect these people to be into that. They might not say the word, but they still think it's sure. funny. It's funny. It it's, is funny. It's a conversation piece. It is a conversation uh, piece. So take us kind of through that journey a little bit as far as, so you're like, I can't just do meats and cheeses. Um, so how, how do you go about, you know, obviously it's trial and error as far as what works and doesn't, but like how do you go about... Um, choosing what products and what to add and how many yeah. to get and all that. So I uh, couldn't do just meats and cheeses. Um, and I wanted, I knew that I wanted, there's so many eclectic boutiques in downtown Dixon. Um, everyone's got their own style, but there's not a lot of entertainment stores mm. for, you know, serving platters and dishes and that's all food related. So I consider myself a food and beverage store and I'm particular about what we carry as long as it's, food and beverage related. So something that belongs in a kitchen or okay. kitchen tool. Um, I can drink a bottle of wine and Google for 10 hours straight sure. on food products and read about them. I am talented in memorizing food. Like I just retain food knowledge. Like okay. it's dumb. The calories, carbs, okay, all information like that, where something's made, how it's made, the history of food. Uh, so I just Google, and it has to be a particular style. The branding has to be good. Okay. The company has to be a good company. Um, Do you mainly stay, uh, like you said, most of your stuff is from Tennessee. Um, so are you, you find these people, you know, on, or these, these dealers or manufacturers or, you know, who, whatever you want to describe them as, um, on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and then just reach out to them and say, hey. I do. I'm okay. like, hey, your product's cool as shit. Cool. I, I have a brick and mortar store. I'd love to carry your product. Let me know what you think. Um, I have had a couple people reach out to me and say, hey, I think you should carry my product at your store. And the first time that happened was super, super cool. Um, I don't know. A lot of people don't realize that Dixon has a manufacturing plant here. Is it so, the uh, Nashville can Kitchen and Cannery. Kitchen and Cannery. Yes. Yeah, he used to. Parker Baggett. Is that his name? I don't Park, know. It's Parker 
Park or something. Um, I'd love to meet with him so I can see yeah, what are the products they make. He's well, I, I and I'm not too certain on this, but so Parker, I used to work for him actually, not there. Uh, he used to get this. Uh, he used to work for uh, the Loveless. Not like well, a waiter or anything. He but, manufactures their jams. Yep, Those yep. are manufactured So he here. worked for Tom Morales, and I went to middle school and high school with Tom Morales' dad. That's uh, Acme Feed and Seed, the Sutler. Um, okay. Not the Sutler. Acme Feed and Seed. Um, he's had several, but he's kind of um, the Southern. Um, and there were a few others that he's either sold or, or, or shut down, but he's now mainly just Acme Feed and Seed, downtown Nashville. Uh, but he owned a portion of the Loveless for a while, uh, but his where he made all of his money was uh, uh, Hollywood movie catering, Tom, oh. Tomcats. So I worked for Tom and catered a couple. I catered the Hannah Montana movie. Backstage craft <laughs> services is what it was, and so I had to make her Did like person. Oh Montana? hell yeah! Every day I saw her and the co-star and everything. So I was making I was making charcuterie boards for the yeah. you know the the light people, the sound people, the actors, the actresses, and I would. Just walk around set when they weren't filming, and they just picked stuff How off. Fun. Yeah, it was neat. But anyway, Parker uh, worked for them, and I worked Bonnaroo about four or five years because they catered. In service. Yeah, the, so Tomcats Tomcats okay. catered the VIP section. So I was I got set up with a badass RV and yeah. like, but I was uh, I mean my hours were crazy. It was like four in the morning till midnight, and it was partially partying partially working and it was just this mix of it was a blur i didn't even feel like i was on earth at that point i mean it was just a blur of just this neat hippie life for a little bit well parker was my boss yeah a lot parker was my boss um through those couple years during that he was always a really cool guy and then i saw he was doing the nashville canning and jammer whatever it Mm is um so now they've moved over i guess to dragon drive they were off where is dragon drive um it's over there kind of a Next to the Tensco ballparks okay. where the main Tensco office gotcha. is right there. It's just next to the UPS and mm-hmm. uh, his call and kind of that area over there. Um, so anyway, and I don't know if they manufacture, I don't know if they just can or not, but I've, well, I've make, got his email if you want it. They make White's Elixirs, who's Brad White's okay. out of Nashville. Okay. And then Evie Originals, she makes marinades and salsas. Cool. She's a chef in Nashville. So okay. those are cool that those are made here in Dixon. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah, and it's tucked away over there, so you really wouldn't know um, what it is. So, so anyway, your 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 uh, your additional products. So you've got what 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 are you carrying right now besides the meats and the cheeses? We've got Black Rifle Coffee. Oh, are you cool. familiar with yep. Black Rifle? Yep. Super awesome company. Yep. Um, and they're building a store in Clarksville. No way. That's what I hear. Okay. Black Rifle. We've got Southern City Flavors. They're out of Franklin, Tennessee. Uh, Sweetwater Valley cheeses, uh, as well as Noble Springs cheese. Which Noble Springs is out of Franklin. Okay. Sweetwater Valley's out of East Tennessee. Um, Spiceology is a huge chef-owned spice company out of U Washington. Okay. I was like about to say Utah, but it was Washington. <laughs> Spiceology is really cool because they take all your blends instead of you buying like salt, pepper, garlic powder, onion powder. They blend it up for you. So. There's like honey garlic sriracha. Mm. There's Greek freak. There's all these different spice I got blends. the Greek freak. Yeah. It's Have you legit. used it? Oh, yeah. It's so, it's so good. Yeah. Well, and then they do collaborations. Collaborations are mm-hmm. the freaking bloodline of, of it, everything. Collaborations oh, are my 100%. favorite thing. Yeah. So they collaborated with Derek Wolf, who is a chef 
influencer out of Nashville. Okay. So we carry his beer marinade line. Okay. Uh, Steve Ranella, if you're into hunting, mm-hmm. do you hunt? Is that meat eater? It is yeah, meat eater. Yeah, yeah, we have yeah. his line uh, when they collabed with Steve Ranella collaborated with Spiceology, um, and his are geared towards wild game. So your yep. duck, your venison, your uh, fish, you know, that you're Turkey, used... wild turkey kind yep, of stuff. Yep, yep. Cool. That kind of fun stuff. Uh, and then just, you know, beverage products, the drink mixes, shakers, whiskey ice cubes, yeah. lots of wine glasses that say you money beer, You say you got beer making kits too? I do have beer making kits, wine making kits, seltzer, ciders. Wow. All of that. Gin. There's a gin making kit. Mm. Just shit to make you... Have fun at yeah, home. Yeah, it's like um, it's a it it is it's because it, it, Anna Claire and I used to do those uh, blue plates or you know whatever it was. Where yeah, you'd get blue, the apron. blue apron. Blue mm-hmm. apron. Yeah, uh, and that was always fun. I mean, that's yeah. only when we had one kid. Now we've got two. Um, They're still fun to do for they, you and her. Though, they are you know? fun. They're a lot of fun to do, um, and we enjoy it. But uh, I think that would be neat. Make some gin together. She drinks Hendrix like a fish. Oh, it's so good. It is so good. My favorite gin drink right now is called, well, there's two. There's a Bramble. I went to a speakeasy mm. in Atlanta recently. Cool. Got, oh, it was so neat how it happened. Like this bartender, we were talking about how great her drinks were. And she wrote on a piece of paper um, a phone number and said, we were in Atlanta. She said, go down the street to the Hard Rock, take a left. Halfway down the street is a red phone booth. Mm. Call this phone number and they'll let you in. Mm. And we were like, oh my God, it's a fucking speakeasy. (laughs) Um, So we go in the air and they're talking, they're pushing gin because it's a prohibition style place. Uh, And the Bramble was gin. Mm. And then it's equal parts lime juice, simple syrup. And then you um, do a splash of creme de mure, which is a blackberry liqueur, Mm. which we don't sell in Dixon. Uh, so you could sub it with Chambord okay. or a Blackberry Moonshine is what I prefer from the Old Smoky oh, brand. Cool. That's a great, that sounds so phenomenal. <laughs> and then there's the French 45 or French 75, which is gin, equal parts, lemon juice, and simple syrup. And then you top it off with two ounces of champagne. So it gets you kind of fucked up. Yeah, real fucked up. Sounds mm-hmm. like... Fabulous. That sounds like an all-day drinker it, oh, right there. So though. <laughs> I love drinks. So I, just, I love food and drinks so much. Like, I could sit here and talk cocktail recipes all day. So is that something you're going to maybe pip, not pivot, but in addition to maybe have like yeah. a little drink mixology type yeah, corner or anything? So, yeah. So we have a drink section. Okay. Um... We try to post a cocktail every Friday. Okay. Uh, they kind of suck lately because I've been busy. So sure. last week I had like a skinny margarita, which was tequila and a Sprite Zero, which is still <laughs> fucking good. So <laughs> Chug that real yeah, quick. It's, yeah, it's all I had at, uh, at the store. Um, EVO Originals has a straw, not a strawberry, a peach dip. Mm. And they posted a cocktail recipe with their peach sauce. And so I'm probably going to make that cocktail on Friday and make a post about it. Just interesting, like you don't think about this chicken nugget dipping sauce sure. <laughs> going in a cocktail, but we'll see how it works. Does it does it make it thick? It's probably going to be thick like a Bloody Mary, but okay. not thick like a milkshake. Okay, okay. Now, do you have um, a party when you do this drink reveal and post? I mean, do you, or is it just you all by your lonesome drinking Actually, by yourself? So uh, a little bit of both. It's okay. not open to the public. Per se, like you can't come in and sure. order it. VIP only. Yeah, yeah. If you, 
everyone like um steve sadler will come cool. and his wife and then yeah just people just local yeah downtown Tia stuff and haley people. from bloom or yeah. you know they're about to open be good juice they'll stop by so when i post that drink uh, kelly thomas will come by cool. usually about 10 15 minutes after i post it people will start <laughs> stopping by they're the like, walking dead yeah. they're just walking yeah. oh hey elizabeth <laughs> We were just walking by, and I'm like, oh, well, perfect timing. I just made a batch of whiskey sours. Do you have some? Golly, whiskey sours. That brings back college right there. You like whiskey sours? I do. Uh, I've had to take about a 10-year break from them. That was my lifeblood for a while, and the... uh, too many of them will give you a massive, massive hangover. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So we have started taking our simple syrup and smoking it at home. Cool. For our cocktails. Okay. Do you have a smoker at home? Mm-hmm. Um, Need to get one, sounds like. Yeah. So you just, or if you have a friend with a smoker or whatever, yeah. just make your simple syrup, go put it on a smoker for 30 minutes, and it takes your drinks to cool. just a whole new ball game with wow. smoke. And then you can also flavor it, you know, with your hickory, cherry, peach, pecan, like whatever wood... I think I said peach. Is there a peach wood? Probably. Yeah. Um, There's not. There should be. There should be. Yeah. I like. I'm a hickory girl because I'm from Memphis. So okay. and they use a lot of hickory there. Okay. But it makes the whiskey sours just fabulous, or an Sounds, old fashioned, or wow, mm-hmm. wow, so many different layers of yeah. There is, and uh, it's a it's a mouth experience. You know, it's just it's mm. like you said, it's different flavors. You. You can start and then the finishing. I mean, there's a there's a starting taste. It's just like beer too. There's a yeah. starting taste. There's a mouth feel, and then there's a finishing taste as well too. You know, it's it's just really neat how people can put that together and uh, turn it into something really special. So, we've also got different flavors of bitters. So for the people oh, making Manhattans and old yeah. fashions, like uh, Woodford Reserve makes a chocolate, a oh, cherry. Cool. Um, there's orange, so you can, you know spice up your cocktail just by changing the flavors in it it's still the classic recipes but then adding a whole new element of flavor Mm -hmm. will change the tone of the drink Hmm. the vibe of the drink the vibe of the drink that's right i think that would be neat if you had like a you know how they've there's these places do like wine tasting and stuff yeah 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 i'm sure you've done that before or something but yes yes but maybe like a cocktail making class there are so many classes that I want to do. It's... Sure, I can imagine when you get crafty with things, like oh you, God, just wanna, you just want to, <laughs> you just want to. Isn't there a song what? about getting crafty? I don't know. I'll have to look it up. Later. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but there's cocktail classes, mm-hmm. and we've talked about uh, knife skill classes, oh, cool. and uh, we've talked about barbecue classes, grilling classes, just. There's so many avenues. Mm-hmm. There's so much I want to do. I don't even know. What a terrible problem to have. Have so many <laughs> options. You almost is, freeze. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I don't. But I don't know. It's so stressful. I don't know what to do next because there's so much I want to do. Sure. There's God. so much we can do because Dixon is growing and there's not. You know, being in Memphis, there was the Viking cooking school, and you could have a date night and learn how to make tamales or. You know, something else. Um, and Dixon just doesn't have that. I'm sure that they might have it in Nashville. But mm-hmm. isn't that fun? Like, wouldn't you learn, love to learn, like, how to spatchcock a chicken? Or, oh, absolutely. I don't even then, know what the, what the what fuck the is fuck that? that? Yeah. It's like splitting You just said spatch and cock and chicken. That's all. <laughs> a spatchcock chicken? It's like a cut and half chicken or something. Like, okay. Just to, how to break down 
a chicken. Okay. I, I, I call that quartering, I guess. That would be quartering. Spatchcock is when you do it in half. Okay. I just okay. won't use spatchcock. I'll say, <laughs> I'll just say cut the chicken in half. But, you know, just cooking classes. Sure. Knife classes. Drink classes. And that adds a twist to date night, too, because that seems Cheese to be. wine classes. Yeah. It's just. So I work with my wife. We got two kids. And then I obviously live with her as well, she too. She works here. Mm-hmm. She does personal lines. I didn't know that. Yeah, and my oh. in-laws own it. Shit. Yeah, so it's just a one big hap hap happy family, but we're always looking for um, something different, some different type of experience. You know what I mean? Something experience. 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 Exactly. That's all life is about. Is is um, life offers you infinite amount of experiences, and it's up to you, uh, kind of how you perceive the world around you. You know, and if something seems like a shitty experience to one person it could be a really good or a teaching experience to somebody else you know it's just depending on the way that you look at it and um you know a lot of relationships you know once you start having kids and you're married for five six seven eight ten however many years um things can kind of maybe get stagnant a little bit and i think that uh, Dixon has a really opportunity, a good opportunity to do exactly what you're talking about. You mm-hmm. know, I know Victor's doing it right now. Yes, he's he doing is. a cooking class, mm-hmm. I guess, right? Yep. And uh, which I couldn't imagine. I mean, I, I asked him, and it was filled up. I didn't even realize he was doing it until I bumped into him and, uh, hey, Michael, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> what well, the fuck are you after, doing? <laughs> I saw it on Facebook after it was booked up, and I was like, damn it, yeah. I really would have loved. To he'll have definitely done have that. to. He'll probably do another one. I'm I sure so. he will. I mean, that just would be an we incredible experience. We should just experience. get a group of people together and try to make him do it. Oh, good idea. Yeah, you know. just make him do it, right? Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, yeah. Tie yeah. Him up and make pra- it. Listen, you can make anyone do anything if you take him some food. Sure. I'll take him aboard. Couple I got drinks. this covered. Yeah, we, like eight people will be like, "Yo, cool, Victor." Do this. Yeah. And he'll be like, Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Him and Jennifer crack me up. Yeah. Uh, they're good people. Good people. So um so let's let's uh, let's get back to your husband a little bit on this. He was scared as shit, nervous when you wanted to start, but now I see him kind of in your posts a little bit and I mean yeah. like, where is is he playing a role at all? He's my trash boy. Okay. Yep. Cool. Uh he comes and takes out the trash. He's actually working this Saturday. Cool. So when Lauren's off, she's my right-hand girl, mm-hmm. runs the store for me. Uh, when I'm in the back. she's from California, right? She's from California, okay. yep. And then she moved to Reno mm. for, uh, I guess, UNR, University of Reno or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. She's got a degree in social work. She's, okay. She's the tits. Like, Super sweet, yeah. I met her. She was the only resume I looked at because someone was like, hey, you need to hire my friend, Lauren. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, so when she's off, Travis will come work. Cool. And he's the funniest thing because he bitches and moans about it all week long. And then he gets there and actually has a really good time. Uh, we'd love for him to eventually come over full time if we ever get that big. What's he doing now? He's in fiber optics. Where, just like running. Run. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know. He's, in fiber, he's a project manager for fiber optics. Just running cable, I guess. Yes, in Nashville, overseeing it, yeah, in Nashville. He has a lovely mustache, too. And he has a lovely mustache, yeah. yes. How long and, has he had that? Well, it started as a joke last August. Okay. Um, we were going to a really nice beach with our in-laws, and we were like, let's try to make you trashy as possible. Okay. So he grew a mullet. Uh, Shannon over at Color Lush cut his hair into a mullet. <laughs> We've always thought that I could grow a better mustache than he did. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out his is better. Oh, okay. Um, did so you he, try? 
have I tried? Yeah, you tried to... Hell yeah, I tried. <laughs> Didn't work out. <laughs> Didn't work out. Dang. Yeah, I know, I know. Not many people like a girl with a stash. Oh, okay. So I took it off. Sure. Um, but he just kept growing it. And then it was funny. It turned into a competition. No, I'm not going to say competition, but then his brother started growing one. And they were like, who can look the trashiest? It was a competition <laughs> on who could look the trashiest, basically. Because that's the shit that makes life fun. It is. It's quit quit biting by all the fucking rules. You know yes, what I mean? There are Just no fucking do. Rules. Yeah, there's do no rules. That's exactly be. right. Exist. It's like that pizza commercial where the guy's in there and he's like, There's no rules. And he takes his shirt off and they're like, There's, there's one there rule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And. And he seems, it just seems like in y'all's pictures, you, that's how you live. You know what I mean? That's, just yeah. like, whatever, go with He's it. He's polar opposite of me, which balances us out. Cool. Um, he's a lot of fun, and our life together is just aggravating each other. That's sure. what we do. Well, um, so I did that. I put that post about the mustache discount to making him uncomfortable. <laughs> and he did have a couple, couple people say, you know, nice mustache and... They get a 10% discount when they tell him he's got a nice mustache. How about so, that? Yeah. We're all about discounts. Too, sure. So. And making him extremely uncomfortable. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah I do I that mean... to Chris every time too. There was a, there, he's got the black screamer uh, there. So when I do trivia, uh, obviously I've got the mic and somebody gives me a fucking microphone. Yeah. That yeah, is a yeah. mistake. I actually have a towel and a candle that's like, you should not put me on speakerphone <laughs> or microphone, something like Don't that. Don't put me on speakerphone. You're talking about Chris Gadd, right? Yeah, Chris okay. Gadd. So when I get over there, he'd just come out with the black screamer okay and uh i don't know if you have tiktok or whatever but it's you know the can i get a oh yeah you know oh my god so yeah. i called i had to do that when i ordered it on the on the on the microphone i said jody's the bartender i said jody jody can i get a can i get a oh yeah black screamer oh yeah and chris was walking around and i just wanted to did it to see his face yeah yeah and he was like He's like, don't do it. He said, don't make that a thing. Oh, that's so funny. Well, and I like to embarrass Chris when I introduce him. Like, if he comes around and I'm like, oh, you know, it's polite to introduce whoever you're talking to. And so I'm always like, oh, this is Chris Gadd. He's the editor-in-chief of the Dixon Herald. And he's like, please stop saying that. Please please stop calling me the editor-in-chief. And I'm like, but you are. Yeah, you are. Yeah, Yeah, just own it up. It's fun to aggravate people. It is. That's so funny. Well, and and you do a great job of, of like, that mustache thing, of... Uh, these little pop-up things like you were running shooters, uh, charcuterie, charcuterie shooters shots. around yeah. um, the St. Patty's Day stuff. That too. was fun. It had a good play on words. How many did you end up giving out? A hundred. Okay. Hundred, hundred and twenty-five, something like cool. that. But we used a sage cheese, and I wanted people to experience mm. this green cheese that mm-hmm. tasted like a sausage ball. Sure. Like I'm did. gonna. I try to put food relationships into like everyday, so it's not fancy you know when you're talking to someone in the medical field Mm -hmm. and they're talking over your head Mm -hmm. and that can happen in the food world so it's like oh this is a sage cheese and people are like ew and then you're like but it tastes like a sausage ball and they're like oh fuck yeah yeah. bring it on give me some more yeah Yeah. so that was a fun day yeah it was a great day it was a good turnout too for sure it was so great everybody was getting wild and the bands were good and Yes. Uh, I think Seth O has got some plans for some bigger, bigger events yes. coming up in June. And I am all um, for it. Yeah, me too. I am too. And I, I again, it's just these little, it does make my heart swell. When you're like, what's my calling in this depressive moment of, of stuff? Like, what the fuck do I do? Um, 
connecting people, I guess, or being some sort of a consultant of sorts as far as like who needs what. You know what I mean? And that's a big rub in my relationship with my wife is that, or any woman in general, is that (laughs) they don't need their problems solved for the most part. You know, sometimes people just need a shoulder to listen to. And I'm all about if there's fuck if there's something fucking wrong, my brain just goes into like, what can we do to make it better? What can we do to change it? What can we do this? Can we do that? Uh, I have a tough. T- I listen a lot, and I take a lot in. But um, sometimes I'm just not necessarily as compassionate towards the situation as possible. But um, that uh, that that was kind of my deal, and that's why you know COVID hit. I wasn't able to get in front of clients. I was reading the latest quarterly market report, and how did that make you feel? Like, how did you feel? Sorry to interrupt you. When COVID hit, and you're a social butterfly, mm-hmm. and you can't be a social butterfly, how did that make you? I mean, did uh, you struggle through that? Um. See, again, uh, Earth is a teaching planet, um, and apparently, and this is me getting really way out there, I'm big into aliens and space travel and all that stuff, uh, that, and whether you or not believe that there's life elsewhere in an infinite universe with infinite amounts of planets, if you don't think that there's something else out there, you ain't dig enough, but apparently life is uh, on Earth um, our experience here is the hardest of any planet in the whole universe. Like our souls come here because we've had some real fucked up karma from what we did in a past life to come here and really learn some hard lessons to help us ascend, you know, into that next angel dimension or whatever it may mm-hmm. be. Um, Shit, that just got deep. Real it quick. did get deep, but that, that's that that's kind of where COVID. And I've been studying this stuff for the past seven years, so I've, I already was kind of there. But COVID really rammed it into play. Like, all right, I could take this. And, and, and be a bitch about it and whine and complain and do whatever, uh, which I did for a little bit. I think sometimes you really, really do. You don't know how high the vibe can be until you know how low it can be. You know, there's, yes. there's this there's this equal and opposite reaction feeling to this whole thing. And I could either choose low vibe and stay in that low vibration and, and, and whatever it may be or simply change my mind. Mm-hmm. That's it. And how I talk about myself and how I talk about other people, mm-hmm. you know, I completely have eliminated, you know, for the most part, I don't really gossip. Sometimes there's things that need to be talked about, um, but just just how you live your whole life experience. So, yes, when COVID hit, my speciality uh, in insurance is the hospitality business, breweries, restaurants, oh, I didn't special know event venues. Okay. Yeah, mainly breweries. That's like my niche and it's nationwide. And I was blowing and going, man. I'd put this... I contacted three companies, I got some preferred rates, I got some preferred coverages, and I promised them a book of business. And um, it was great. Boom, boom, boom. I had all this marketing stuff going on. People calling left and right. Yeah, great. This sounds good. Working on it. And then COVID. Boom. And then all of them fucking had to shut down. My follow-ups were falling on dead ears. I'm calling people, and it's more harm than good to call them and I, I and I was simply just checking on them. Like yeah. I wasn't like, hey, I got this. Da, 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 da. I'm like, hey, I know it's tough. I've got some preferred stuff over here and some some good stuff going on. You know, if you're interested, whatever. And no matter how nice I was about it, a lot of them were like, I'm just trying to write fucking paychecks, man. You know, and that was it. You know, I'm trying to sell beer. I'm trying to you know not lose my restaurant. So it was just like, hmm, how can I how can I pivot from this? Mm-hmm. This old cold calling, cold emailing. Um, mailers, which I still do, uh, and probably always will, just because you know, in sales, eighteen to sixteen touches mm-hmm. has to happen prior to anybody really even making a commitment. So anything I can do, but um, so what was born out of it was the podcast. 
uh, and wholesaling whiskey barrels. I, I two things like you said, like just fell into my life, and I just said yes, like fuck it, yes, fuck it, fuck it, yes. yes. And so, what, I, what do I have to lose? And sure. while I think about this for the rest of my life, like if you're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you just gotta do it. If else, it feels in alignment with you and your higher purpose, I always say, if something makes the hair stand up on the back of your neck, yeah, do it. Like I don't care, I don't care how outlandish it may seem or how minuscule it may seem. Like, uh, call this person. Like I had a, I had an impulse to call a buddy the other day. Yes, and I call him. Hey man, just calling to see what's up, and we get to talking and going back and forth. And he pitches me this business idea that I'm running with at the moment. Um. It's it's fucking phenomenal, and so it's just one of those things. It's like, and I have it written down here: the yin and the yang. And like your story, when I when I get a tattoo, I haven't I know what I'm gonna get now. Now I gotta design you it. You gotta get a yin and a yang. Yeah, it's exactly. It's gonna be the yin and the yang. Um, You're at least and, 30, and the right? and the golden yeah. We thirty one. I we just had a conversation the other day that you shouldn't get a tattoo unless you're at least sure, thirty. At least thirty. That's what my mom always said too. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. She said forty. She got hers at. 40. She's got a sunflower on her ankle, um, but it, it it's that it's that um, once you realize that, like you said, you have one life, mm-hmm. and it is to serve other people, and that fear is a human construct, false evidence appearing real, and once you realize that, and 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 to leave the security of what was a, probably a decent job. Oh your yeah! yeah you got all this security. Yeah. Sure, but you were fucking miserable. Miserable. Um, once you realize to straddle that border of order and chaos and the yin and the yang, and then at the same time, in tandem, realize that if your life is in too much order, it's tyranny. I mean, you're you're gonna lose your mind. If it's too much chaos, you know you're gonna go mad. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go insane. Uh, so to walk that fine border in between each of them, because the order keeps you grounded. But the chaos helps you grow. And to realize that at any point in time, if shit seems to be going good, that little black fucking dot will just pop up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Fucking chaos. You're just yeah. madness. You know what I mean? And same thing. When shit seems real down and low, that little white dot will pop up at some point, you know, and order comes back into play. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's your story just seems exactly. I mean, it was just a great illustration of it, of just like this complete fucking chaos, depression. You hated what you were doing. And then you just said yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Simple. You, like when you think about how one one tiny little word, mm-hmm. one word, yes. Yep. How yes can just change changes the your, course of life. Life or the next six months or a month or a week, whatever. But just one simple word, yes. Like let let me let me try. Yep. I have nothing. I literally have nothing to lose. Yep. And then one board turns into two, and then it turns into home deliveries, and then it turns into yeah. a store. You know what just I mean? Just fun as fuck. It is, you know, and you're just going with it. And it's that it's that not enough people, there are not enough people in this world that uh, people trust their instincts, but a lot of people don't, they don't act on them. They've, they've got this subconscious programming in their mind that that's not what they're supposed to do. Well, yeah, the environment that we, society has created that we live in, it's, based on fear, mm-hmm. like you said, it puts that in there. But what if you fail? Mm-hmm. And I actually put that on Facebook. I said, what if I fail? And someone said, but what if you fly? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well. It's just it's the it's chaos in the it order. Is, there's, there's, there are polar opposites, but there's just a, an equal amount of chance that either could happen. 
absolutely there is an equal amount of chance mm-hmm. that it's 50 50 shot i could have failed or i could have flown like yep. exactly and and i would have much rather have given it 150 percent and fallen failed. flat on my face yes than, than ask myself for the rest of my life what if exactly what if you get it exactly it's so and that's again that's kind of i i have conversations with people like you and kelly and several other people that um you know kind of feel the same way you know and i don't feel like it's broadcasted enough to where there's so many people with so my fear is false evidence appearing real but one of my the only one i've got is me dying with my song still in my heart. That's it. I don't want to die with my song. I want to have it out and broadcasted, whether people like it or not. Like, I'm not going out of this world with anything. I'm leaving it all on the field. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and and there's people out there like that that don't, uh, they don't get not necessarily notice, but that portion of their story, they just see you running a store or they see Zach running a, yeah. a music business or they see Steve running Bloom. You know what I mean? Um which he's he is he's coming up next not next next but he's he's he on my should. list of that people to call like he's he's as, he's as wild as I am with this whole alien stuff too and I love it <laughs> uh, so it um, but it's people like that 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 do those things and um, they really whether or not it's measured in monetary funds the joy in their heart is overflowing and you can tell and that's what all life is about yes. I didn't, I was just having this conversation last night. Like I didn't, I mean, money's nice. Monetary funds are nice, sure. but that's not. It's not the goal. If no. it's the goal, you're going to end up miserable because you're going to yeah. get it. You're like, I want to make $400,000 a year, whatever it may be. Okay, sweet. You get $400,000. Now you've got now you want some bougie cars and a bougie house that you got to take care of and a bunch of shit that you probably don't need. And you're not happy. You're just trying to keep up with the Joneses. Fuck yeah. that. Fuck the Joneses. You know what I mean? It's just. Uh, what did I, I was reading something or I heard it on the radio. Uh, I think I was reading something and it was talking about, um, money can't buy happiness, but money can buy time to an extent. So like cleaning my house mm-hmm. is like the worst thing in the world Absolutely. for me. Uh, I fucking hate it. <sighs> um, but if I could pay someone a hundred bucks to do it, yep. And then I don't have to worry about it. That's I'm not saying that that's happiness, Understood. but that is like where it takes those little minor things that you don't necessarily yes. enjoy out of yeah. your out of your equation. So when I know this is stupid, but like I was, um, I was at Walmart pricing sour cream because okay. through my distributors it's not a good price, and there was a 16 ounce sour cream container, and it was eight cents an ounce and then there was like a 24 ounce one a bigger one uh, and it was a little bit cheaper actually one was 10 cents an ounce and one was eight cents you're out an there ounce. with your calculator on your no, phone no, no. I mean, i'm good with like <laughs> measurements on stuff but it was like okay so this is so stupid but i needed two cups which is 16 ounces or i could buy the bigger one and measure it out and mm. i thought the four cent difference i bought the one where I wouldn't have to measure it out because for four cents, I'd rather not take the 20 seconds to measure it out. Like that's how I look at a lot of time and money. Mm -hmm. Am I, do I want to spend an hour cleaning my house? No. Do I want to spend a hundred dollars for this hour to go do something Mm -hmm. else? Not cleaning my house? Sure. 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 
You know, does that make sense? No, it makes a hundred complete sense. Um, I just thought it was funny with the sour cream yesterday. I was in the yep. aisle and I was like, yep, four cents is totally worth my. Yep. Well, people could go out and they could source the ingredients for the boards too, but they don't want to. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that and may not be their thing. Yeah. Boards are just like children. Everybody knows how to make them. <laughs> and they all think theirs is the prettiest. Sure. But th- there is nothing special or fancy that I do. I just enjoy taking the time to prep the ingredients. And you do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, you know, it makes you happy. It's really funny too when someone will comment, you know, about a price on it. And they're like, oh, I can make that for cheaper. I'm like, okay, great. Go do it. Yeah, good for you. (laughs) Bring it in. You know, we'll talk about it. Yeah, Yeah, I don't don't care. And you also don't have a bunch of overhead and (laughs) people to pay. Right. Uh, Cool. So, uh, Dixon, uh, you're obviously playing a, a major role now on Main Street, which is growing. Um, everywhere and uh, what do you what are you thinking what's what's you've got a bunch of ideas about your business but um, if you could maybe ex- extrapolate out uh, a little bit about maybe what you see going on or um, in my business or in general just in general yeah kind of um, where's it going what does it need Dixon is definitely growing for sure uh, and I was listening to your podcast this morning with Justin and it's Growth is exciting and change is exciting, but at the same time, I don't want to get too big where mm-hmm. um, we outprice our own people in homes or yep. uh, I'd love more eateries here because yep. I love all food. Um, what kind of what kind of restaurant would you want? Fucking everything. 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 <laughs> there is nothing that, I mean. I think we're okay on Mexican restaurants. But- uh, I don't know. Maybe like Maybe. a. Have you have you been to Rose Pepper in Nashville? No, oh, man. I don't ever. It's like go to a bougie. So not at all. Mm-mm. It's like a bougie Mexican place. It's awesome. Really fresh yeah. ingredients and. We live almost to Van Leer, so oh, it's shit. like twenty minutes to get to town. Oh, so yeah. then it's like another you know forty five minutes, mm. fifty minutes to get to Nashville. I wouldn't want to leave either. No. Yeah. Dixon's got everything you need. Though. I mean, it for does. the most part, but it could. It's growing, and I and I three years ago I saw some resistance. Now, I think the floodgates are open so long as everything is fits in the box that it needs to as far as yeah. what is, you know, how it's supposed to fit in that box. We need an Indian restaurant. We don't have any Indian mm. food here. You big Indian fan? You like curry? I do like curry. Wow. I have um, never really dove much into the Indian me food. Me and Kelly need to go. We were talking about it. Cool. Because she likes Indian food. Okay. That's something that there's not... He, just more ethnic food. Sure. Okay. Um, House of Vines is doing Italian now. Cool. Um, any shops? Anything that you would like to see? Any kind of? I'm. I'm. Sure. Good with. I'm Marshalls. Fine either way. Yeah. Marshalls. No, is Marshalls great. Yeah. Walmart. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I'm. I very take it or leave it. Sure. I like it all. If it's here, fuck yeah. If it's not. Oh, well. Oh, well, you just will deal make, with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, well, that's the way it should be. But I do like food. So any food eatery okay. I'm into. Not anything in specific. The Indian food is the only thing I can think of. Okay. That would be have, neat. We have sushi. Yeah. We have the Korean barbecue place coming. In White Bluff, yeah. Um, We've got... That new keto place. I haven't been there yet. I haven't either. Zach talks about it. Okay. Um... There's keto, I mean, there's a couple of keto places. Is We've it? got burger places. Yeah, there's Lion and Lotus, too. Where's that? 
over there by the uh, Dixon Donuts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got Greek food. That sounds good today. Mm. We've got barbecue. Uh, we've got American food. Mm-hmm. I just like the home. We we got meats and cheeses, yep. meats and threes. Yep. Um, we have a good variety of food. Maybe some Indian food though. Yeah, and another steakhouse that's not a chain. Mm, you know, that'd be great. A butcher shop would be fabulous. Oh, cool. Uh, we had actually talked about Bordable and the butcher because Travis oh. um, was a butcher for Save a Lot when he was like, I don't know, eighteen or some shit like that. Um. But a butchery would be nice. Yeah. There was a guy, Fresh actually meat? speaking of Greek, Michael Amjadi, the guy that used to own it, Muhammad Amjadi, um, I think he still might, but he bought a, uh, I think in McEwen, a big slaughterhouse. Yeah. And he was thinking about having a prime cut, prime meat butchery, you know, butcher shop as well too. So hopefully that'll come. We looked at, um, we looked at adding a, I have a backer that would back our freezer if we decided to go into butchery. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Well, I mean, it would fit well. It would or wouldn't. It it would would. with you. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. it would fit great. The whole thing is the USD regulations Mm. and all that kind of stuff. And we actually got our cow processed at that place in McEwen. So you bought a whole cow? Half. Half a cow? Half of a cow. Did you cut it in half yourself? I did. (laughs) The chainsaw, you just (laughs) walk out there like... Yeah, I was like, sorry, fucker, but I'm going to die. Only one half of you. I'm going to find somebody else for the other half. No, I totally did not cut that cow in half. I would never kill anything. (laughs) Sure. So what did you just put all the meat in your freezer at your house? Yeah. There's like 14 roasts, 30 pounds of ground beef. Good Lord. Um, So you're ready for the apocalypse. I have a tongue in there. Mm, I like cow tongue. I'm going to crock pot that shit. It's good. I've eaten it however they prepare it. But it's still the tongue with the bumps on it. So it took me a little bit to get over the texture of like I was making out with a cow almost. Yeah, you know what I mean? I've only had it in tongue tacos. But I'm okay. telling you, like you can crock pot any piece of okay. meat and turn it into Delicious. something shredded. Yeah, with some seasonings, it'll be fabulous. Yeah, I had it at uh, Nashville in Green Hills, which is oh. like a just kind of a meat type place yeah, restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Um, for the first time, it was weird. I knew their distributor, and I was actually shadowing him for a sales internship and. Um, he was like, you want some cow tongue? I'm like, okay, sure. sure why not? Yeah, yeah. Why, why not? Yellow. It's nude. I'm going to French kiss a cow real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a hundred of them. And I've seen what those, ta- what those tongues look like just yeah. in their mouth. Uh, cool. What, uh, well, good. Can I, I'm going to, I'm going to try something new. Okay. That's okay. And we'll, we'll get done. I both, we both are, need to go get some lunch. But, um, so I was watching a podcast the other day and, uh, they had some really neat, just kind of boom, boom, boom questions that I'm going to try it with you for the first time, if that's okay. okay. And, what podcast and just was see. it? Um, it was, McKay- uh, well, it wasn't really a podcast podcast. It was kind of, um, so there's this staffing company that I follow on LinkedIn. Um, I went to high school with a couple of the people that worked there, so it just popped up and it was just this like real um, candid interview i guess is what it was but um so this rapid fire questions kind of okay. um yeah and you just answer them real quick and i'm just there's a whole list but i'm just only going to pick like three of them um Shoot. all right beer or whiskey or wine or martini um wine okay what were you doing right before you got here making a board oh yeah uh what would you describe yourself in three words or how would you describe yourself in three words adaptable uh, fun, excited. <laughs> like it. <laughs> uh, three things in your life you can't live without. Wine, 
Um, food. Does that count? Mm-hmm. Wine, food, and. Okay. That, yeah, that works. Uh, <laughs> two more. All right. Okay. And these are advice questions. Okay. Um, what's the best piece of advice that your mom ever gave you? Don't date anyone unless you'd marry them. I think that's probably, yeah. <laughs> Did that work out? Yeah, I didn't date anyone until Travis. So you stalked Travis. Yeah, and then yeah, you're yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I'm going to no, date you. I, I mean, I would go out with a guy and then I'd be like, nope, can't marry you. So <laughs> Mama says it. so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and what single piece of advice would you give someone in your life? Just a very general piece of advice about YOLO. life. YOLO. <laughs> YOLO is YOLO, not baby. like any... What should I do, man? YOLO, you only live once. That's it. That is. That is truly my mm-hmm. life, my motto. And do it. Go, go with for it. it. Say go yes, it. right? Say, say yes. Say fuck it. Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> YOLO, say yes. That was fun. I like those. What else is on there? Uh, let's see. Um, well, let's. if you could have dinner with any person dead or alive, who would it be? That is an impossible question to answer. I don't I have no idea. It depends where we're, where are we going to dinner? <laughs> it depends on who I would take. Are we having steak? Are we having tacos? Are we drinking whiskey? Are we drinking uh, yeah, beer? Yeah, I mean, there's so many factors in that question that I have, I have no idea. Uh, at least it wasn't the, you know, candid Jesus answer, you know. Oh. That would be a good one, I guess. Huh. I go to, I go to dinner with Jesus and just order a pitcher of water and be like, Yo, Yo, show me what you can do. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah, no, I don't think Jesus would want to go to dinner with me. He'd be like, my child, get your shit together, please. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, okay. Uh, What is the one thing people would be surprised to know about you? Hmm. I have a, uh, I'm sensitive to sound called misophonia so it's a real thing yeah you have like supersonic hearing if you have a piece of food in your mouth i can hear it from a mile away Mm. Mm. you freak out oh fucking (laughs) chew with your mouth closed blackout (laughs) (laughs) just lose my shit i was giving cheese samples the other day and it's never happened before most people like take the sample and they chew with their mouth closed and there was a dude up there chewing the cheese sample yes and i was like i was like all right we're done gotta go like he didn't get two of the other pieces of cheeses because his mouth was open and i was like sorry (laughs) sorry bro (laughs) i take my children's dinner away from them for a temporary amount of time when they're doing that at the table oh yeah i'm like nope you're done eating until you're gonna you're gonna chew with your mouth closed those mashed potatoes in your mouth i don't need to be seeing strings up and down my poor kids are so scarred from me like they when they're eating around each other they'll be like Chew with your mouth closed. I mm-hmm. mean, they they do it to each other because of me on top of them about it. Gives it gives me um, slight chest pains to think about listening to somebody with their mouth open. Chewing. There is a group, a support group on Facebook. <laughs> Just so you know, and I'm part of it. And all it is is people bitching about how bad their life is with this disorder, with this disease. The hearing thing? Yes, with okay. their sensitivity to sound. Okay. Uh, you know, they're at a dinner party or something and they can hear people chewing and they're on Facebook being like, I want to die. Oh my this gosh. Sound. But I it's can really, imagine. It's really funny. 
So I don't need to yell around you quite a bit. Oh, no, you can totally yell. It's okay. here. It's just mouth. It's um food. Food noises. Okay. Just don't chew with your mouth open around me and we'll be friends. I'm probably going to chew with my mouth open. <laughs> then, we, then I'll never yeah, go to a meal with you Yeah, we're going to tacos after this, too. No. I'm going to smack, smack, smack. <laughs> um, all right, last one, and then we'll wrap it up. What okay. are you doing after this interview or after this podcast? Uh, I've got to go back to work, and I'm probably going to make a cocktail. Cool. Oh, no, we're going to lunch. Yeah, oh, we're yeah, gonna go we're get brisket tacos. Yes, we're, we're coming for you, Justin. Yes. Oh, and speaking of, I'm actually working on a collaboration with Justin and with Chris. Cool. Um, so we did that. We worked on that beer dip. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. what goes great with beer? Barbecue. Absolutely. So I'm going to be working on a dip this weekend. That's going to be a barbecue beer dip from Bordable mm. that includes the brewery and back alley. It's a bunch of fucking bees cool bbb yeah b, it's like bbbbbb yeah b cubed you could use that because your B-cubed. cheese cubes b cubed ah, you can have that for free no thank charge you. for thank that you. one uh that's awesome well elizabeth thank you for uh, taking the time and uh this has been probably one of my favorite conversations it's it's it, you know it's a good conversation when you don't know it's a conversation. You know what Correct. I mean? Correct. I know Took you were a little nervous before. Yeah. yeah, but um, I, that's again, that's I can feel that this type of environment, and this thing, is what I'm here to do is to bring out the best in people, um, leave people better than you found them is kind of my daily goal, mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully we accomplish that um, here today. So, do you have anything you want to tell listeners before we shut off? YOLO. YOLO. Oh, tag Say your yes. tag your handles, your oh, socials. Yeah. We're at uh, Bordable615.com, Bordable615 on IG, Instagram, and Bordable615 on Facebook. And okay. I've already taken all the other area codes of Tennessee. Mm. So if we ever expand, you'll have Bordable901, no Bordable731. So Bordable you just went ahead and made all the social yeah, handles. Good for you. Wow. Oh, and my trademark came through yesterday. So the word boardable is now trademarked. So you cannot use that uh-uh. in relationship. Are you going to turn around and sue the snowboarding company? No, no, no. no. So they're oh, snowboarding okay. company. So they can't. Okay. This is only so in, in a charcuterie. Okay. And that's the other thing. That's the last thing is I don't know how to say the word either. Charcuterie, charcuterie, charcuterie. <laughs> like everyone fucking says it different. So just do you. Say it sure. however the fuck you want to say it. Okay. Shark coochie. Shark I don't give a shit. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever you want to say is fine. That's my advice. Shark <laughs> You've seen those memes where it's like, I say shark Gucci. Yeah. So. Was that a process to get the trademark? Because I'm uh, thinking about doing that with this one too. With the, I with just the podcast sent it name. to, I have a lawyer that did it. Oh, that's easy. So it wasn't a process for me. I was like, sure. do, 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 do. do this for me. Yeah. I can give you her information. I would love that. Yeah. Because I'm going to do that with this podcast too. It took it about, uh, I think I started it July of last year. Okay. It takes a while. But once it's submitted, I guess it kind of blocks the market. Is that right? Or It's submitted. Um, then they have to review it. And then they post it to make sure that there's no one that's going to uh, contest it. Mm. Uh, making sure that there's no other boardable in California that already has it. That type thing. And then you have the trademark for five years. And you have to renew it. Um, and then you renew it every 10 years after that. Oh, cool. That's pretty simple. Yeah. So I, instead of boardable 615, I didn't trademark the 615 in it, just the word hmm. boardable. Okay. So that we can have boardable wherever. So that's still in the the pipeline is potential other locations as well. Yeah, too. I'd like, I think, well, because I have all the Tennessee products, if I 
open a second location. I'm thinking uh, Pigeon Forge, Sevierville, Sevierville, Gatlinburg, like that area. Because you have all those wineries and cider mm, places. Fantastic idea. And you go and you buy your three bottles of wine. Mm-hmm. And then you go to Bordable and you grab some cheeses and some meats yeah. or a fucking board out of the case. And cool. you go back to your chalet and you've and got it all. Live life. Right there. What a great idea. Thanks. Yeah. Nobody steal that. No. Yeah, don't. They won't. Um, yeah. And if you need help with anything, too. You got me, homie. That's it. I got you. You got me. What is it? What did Seth say last episode? He said, I'm just watering the people of Dixon so we can all grow together. Oh, love that. I know, right? He's, yes. a, he's a good dude. Good dude. Uh, cool. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Please like, share, comment, Facebook, Instagram, uh, yourvibespodcast.com. Uh, would love to hear your thoughts. The uh, current social media interaction um, is uh, not ideal at the moment. So let's. Uh, Let's do this and do this the right way. And I'm going to throw this at you real quick. Can we do a uh, like, share, comment giveaway with the board? Absolutely. Is that cool? Yeah, totally. Sure. I love that. I'll I'll put that on the Facebook post. Yeah. If you like, share, comment, whoever, um, however many people do it, we'll pick a name out of a hat and somebody can get a board. That's a great idea. Cool. Like, share, comment. Like, share, comment. Uh, Your Vibes Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, yourvibespodcast.com. Thank you guys once again for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day, and we will see you next time. Peace.